Hey ladies, how you doing out there, you gangsters and you senior citizens of the world? I just want to let you know that I'm here. I'm starting my new podcast with Anchor. It's free, so I thought, why not give it a try? There's creation tools there that allow you to edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute my podcast, so it will be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can also make money from your own podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place, at home. During the coronavirus epidemic, this is where we're going to be. So, it's a mandatory call to action that we... Take anchor. So, the real Dr. Poop. They're alive, but it is having a huge effect on all of our lives. And you have to have a healthy respect for a virus that's wrecked so many lives around us, not just the people who have died, but the people who are the families of the people who have died and the people who have recovered and have still have symptoms. So, you know, this was an opportunity for a teaching moment for the country where you could go out there and say, look, this is serious and here's what you can do. Just don't sit around being afraid. You want to wear a mask. You want to have social distancing. And we heard from the CDC yesterday that now aerosols can go beyond six feet. So if you're indoors, you want to have adequate ventilation and even more of a reason to wear a mask indoors. So there are things, there are messages. It was an opportunity to teach. I want to pick up on the idea of respect for the virus because we saw the president there take off his mask when he returned to the White House. The White House is a residence, but it is also the world's most famous office building. People work there. How contagious is the president at this point? We have to assume that, that the president still is contagious, that he's shedding virus. Uh, we know that can happen for about up to 10 days after somebody. You're not considered free of the ability to infect somebody else for about 10 days after you develop symptoms. So we have to assume he's still infectious. Again, we know that this virus can spread through the air. Yes, it may spread uh, to people who are within six feet, but it absolutely can spread beyond six feet. And so you have to think, what's the ventilation system in the White House? Are are everybody wearing, is everybody wearing a mask there? Uh, and I think you have to have respect for not, not just the president of the United States, which of course you want him to be safe, but for everybody else, everybody, all the employees there have to be safe. It's a little bit misleading to suggest the president has been discharged from the hospital. More accurate to say the hospital has gone home with him. He has an ICU there yes. in the White House. So I, I am curious, Dr. Lapu, what's ahead for, for him in, in terms of treatment and care? Yeah, I, Tony, you, you got it exactly right. I spoke to somebody who was intimately familiar with the abilities of the White House, and he said it's kind of almost like a step-down unit, which is just one level below an intensive care unit. So I look at it more like a, a transfer to another medical facility, and they're going to still be looking at him very closely. You know, he's going to get intravenous remdesivir. That's an IV drug. Uh, they're going to be looking at his vital signs all the time. I don't know what other tests they're doing because they're not telling us that, but we heard that there are physicians, there are nurses, physical therapists. I would be shocked if there's not an anesthesiologist there just in case 
disease. He developed shortness of breath. So we know that first week, people can have symptoms that, that can be serious, but they may, they may be relatively milder than the second week when you suddenly get inflammation, this inflammatory phase. And that's where people can really very quickly go south. Uh, when I was in April in, in uh, NYU Langone on the COVID wards, I was taking care of patients, and people would come into the hospital, and it looked like they were fairly okay, and then suddenly they would take a, a turn for the worse, and an hour later have a breathing tube. You keep hearing those kind of stories, John. I'm curious about the the, the president's doctor, because you know, there's still so many answers that we don't know. We still don't know when he last tested negative. That seems that that would be important to know. But the doctor keeps saying, you know, HIPAA rules. How does a doctor balance the patient's need for doctor-patient confidentiality and the public's need or curiosity to know what is happening with the president? Because if the president said you can share the information, wouldn't it be shared? Right. So it's not up to the doctor to do that balance. It's up to the patient. The patient, whether it's the president of the United States or you or me, uh, we, we, have, we have the right to say what information is going to be released publicly. So what we're seeing here is a filtering of the information, right? It's not like we're saying, look, it's HIPAA protected and we don't want to hear, uh, I don't want anything told. We're saying, kind of, here's the good news. And when there might be some less than good news, like does he have pneumonia, does he have an increase in inflammatory markers in his blood, that we're not hearing. So that's where it gets a little bit hard for people like me. We don't want to be on the outside looking in and having all this conjecture and speculating. Uh, we'd like to have more information, and we certainly are not his doctor. His doctors are his doctor. John, there, there's, no, um, there's no evidence so far that the White House is actually doing any contact tracing. Is that a concern? And if the White House was a typical business, might it have been shut down to be cleaned at this point? Yeah, I, I think that is a huge question. You know, we found out that the Centers for Disease Control, who have tremendous expertise in doing contact tracing or directing contact tracing, are on the sidelines here. It's like, you know, you had an Olympic athlete who's training for the Olympics for years and years, and then, oh, you're on the sideline. Um, why not call them in, get their expertise? Yes, you want to be able to have contact tracing, and you want to be able to get specimens from everybody and have uh, save them for molecular fingerprinting, genetic fingerprinting, so that later on you can figure out, well, where did this start? Not to point fingers, but to say, how can we prevent this from happening in the future? And what about shutting the White House down? I, I think you want to have a deep cleaning for sure. Uh, but the, the thing that I would concentrate on the most, Tony uh, and, uh, and Anthony, is that this can spread through the air. We know that now, without a doubt. So what's the ventilation? And is every single person wearing a mask? I cannot stress that enough. All right, John LaPook, thank you so much.